It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'll know what happened as soon as I got on. <clears throat> the call hung up for some reason. I uh, saw that several people were on already. Uh, man of civics, it looks like you're just an eye. I don't have a microphone to unmute for some reason. Okay, there you go. What's up, man of civics? Hello? Nothing much. It's a long night putting the kids to bed. Oh. oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> Love them dearly. <laughs> yeah, that can happen sometimes. <laughs> so I actually got pretty lucky. Malcolm has always slept all night long. <sighs> so, never taking a nap though. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's a it's a benefit. I have a my youngest. Um, was going through a growth spurt and falls asleep for like 10 minutes and she's up for another hour and a half past her bedtime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, once they wake up, oh. man. No, they just wake up full of energy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, it looks like Shaman's on the call. What's up, Shaman? What's up, buddy? How you all doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Been better, been worse. Well, that's the way of life, right? Seems to be lately. What's the word in the herd? Nothing much. <clears throat> I, I don't have any particular topic to talk about this evening, so if anybody else does, Traveler One's got his hand raised. Hey, Traveler One, how you doing? Hey, uh... Is it just me or does he have really low volume? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I... Okay. Well, what's going on? We go through an arraignment. Uh, yeah. Did you go to one? I got one coming up. Okay. Oh, you want a te- you want a test run? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you're guilty. You're in contempt shop. I know that. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Calm down. It's all right. What's your uh? What are you going to court for? If I get too loud, tell me. <laughs> okay, no, well, dude, you're still I swear, you soft, could, yeah. Yeah, you could scream right now, and it wouldn't be too loud. I'll try and make sure. Is, is this for the uh, traffic ticket? 
are operating after suspension for the third time. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your plan? What are you going to do? I just thought somebody act as judge and I'll act as myself. Simon, you want to take this one? I can't. I, honestly, I have he, no idea he, what he just said. I can't hear really He hear. said someone act as judge and he would act as himself. Let me think if I'm firing on all cylinders. Am I ready to act as a judge tonight? I don't know if I'm feeling that witty. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you got to be on the roll, man. I'm tired. I mean, I could try it, but I'm, I'm not saying I would be that great. <laughs> Sometimes I do really good, and sometimes not so much. Oh, maybe it'll be a dry run. <clears throat> so, I mean, this is your third offense. What they're going to do is they're going to call your name. And uh, what what state? Okay. okay. My name. What state are you in? Common. I stand here as a man. I. Um, of office, I bind you to it, and I remind you of your duties here to settle with Gavin. Gavin here today, but I'd like to settle this matter if possible. Okay, do you have an attorney? Traveler one, do you have an attorney? Yeah, you're there. Hey, Traveler one, can you speak up a little bit? It is really hard to hear okay, you. I'm trying. I don't see any attorneys. So I just asked you, do you have an attorney or are you representing yourself? And standing here to settle any debts I may have with Gavin. Who not here? So let's not waste anybody more time here. Now, what was that? It's hard to hear him. Can you hear him, John? Barely. Sorry, maybe I should. I'll try and get another phone. That might help, brother. I mean, really, it's so hard to hear you. I can't. I mean, I can't even. I can't even respond. Right, let me go downstairs, try another phone. Are you still going to be able to hear us while you're doing that? I'm going to hang up. Oh, okay. I was going to see if you could just keep listening, but... Hang up. We'll try I mean, again. He, uh... All they're going to do is ask him if he has an attorney or if he's representing himself and how does he plead. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that's basically the the basis of what they're going to try and do whenever somebody goes in for an arraignment. And the thing, too, I was asking him, because I can't remember what state he's in, but if he's in somewhere like Illinois or North Carolina, you know what they're going to do. They're just going to, I mean, they're going to probably call roll and just ask him if he has an attorney or if he's being represented. Yeah, like well, I mean, in North Carolina, they don't do that anymore. 
they they want you to come up and um, write on a that. piece of paper. Uh, well, because I think thing... God. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I think too many people were like uh, I don't know how to represent myself. Yeah, it's uh, starting to catch on. <laughs> Can you please demonstrate how one represents themselves? Well, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, has he put any paperwork in? What type of paperwork did he put in? I mean, I know what some of the things he's talked about doing. I can't remember his court date. But, I mean, has he written anybody? And, oh, uh, no, I think one of the last times he was on, like, uh, it wasn't last week, but the week before, I think he was talking about... Um, you know, trying to get in touch with the clerk, court clerk. That's only if I'm remembering correctly. Now he, uh, well, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff said, and I know he kind of had some different thoughts about a direction to go. And, uh, I mean, I mean, really, depending on where he's at, the judge would have already kind of been in his ass a little bit because he's already had to ask him twice. I mean, I don't know. Again, you know, does he have paperwork in? Does he not have paperwork? What paperwork did he put in? What did it say? How did it read? I think he just needs to put stuff in writing. Yeah, everybody should put stuff in writing before they go into court. Like, never walk into court without putting something in writing. Especially if you're intending to to go about it, you know, the way that we kind of talk about it on the show. What was his last name? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember either. I I saw him popped right back up, so I'm going to unmute him. Traveler 1, are you there? Oh, yeah. Let's try it again. We'll just... Uh, we'll just call okay, you sound a lot better now. Yeah, dude. Golly, we couldn't even hear nothing you were saying, Harvey. Is this better? Um, yeah, way better. Okay, good. So <clears throat> I have to ask you a couple questions. I mean, I think we just go through this because I know you had a lot of things that you wanted to do and say and and think, excuse me, different things you thought. Um, and, you know, I don't know that we agreed on all points. So going into your arraignment, you're saying you want to settle, right, with Gavin. Have you uh, put any paperwork into the court yet? Well, I, I will. No, no, not yet. Okay, so... I'm just, I'm just doing my dry run. No, that's fine, but to do a dry run, if you have no paperwork into the court, the court's going to run right over you because you have no voice. The only thing they're going to want to of hear course. is you have an attorney, are you representing yourself, or, or are you... Well, you've got you've to put it in writing. Of course. It's not enough just to say, okay. So, at, you know, if we start on the premise, you are we starting at the premise you have court, that you've put paperwork into the court? Yes. All right. What paperwork have you put in? Tell us what you well, put Well, I in. will. I'll put a notice of my standing and uh, okay, what would that I'll be? be there to settle. Okay. What, what would your, what would your uh, notice of standing read? 
just about what I just said. Something pretty simple. I'll I'll uh, I'll be there to settle any controversy. Okay, so that would be your your the notice you would put in that you're there to settle a controversy. Yes, I'm trying to return a contract offer. Okay, sir, do you have an attorney, or are you representing yourself? I'm not representing anything. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna use Mr. Smith as your name, okay? Instead of because I don't know your last name, so we'll just go with Smith in case you didn't want to know anyway. <clears throat> so, Mr. Smith, uh, I don't know how much clearer to make this. You know, you've been summoned to court today on driving on a suspended license, third offense. The only thing I this is an arraignment. The only thing that this court requires of you is, are you, how do you plead? Guilty or not guilty, and do you have an attorney or are you representing yourself, sir? It's just that simple. There's no other answer under the sun that you need to give me. This court, just tell me. Are you representing yourself? Do you have an attorney? And you said this court. That's right. This is, this is the wrong court then. I'm here to settle sir, a sir, contract. Sir, I ask you a quite simple question. Are you, do you have an attorney? Or are you representing yourself? Simple question. Mr. Strawman, I think there's been a mistake and certainly some misunderstanding. Sir, we don't have all day for this. I'm going to go I understand. I'm asking you I understand. Okay. We're not going to keep doing this all day. I've got a full docket. And if you, if you can't answer a simple question, you're starting to close in on some contempt here. I really don't want to have to go that route, but you're not answering a simple question. Do you have an attorney? Okay, Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Shaman, the party that I'm trying to settle my contract with isn't here. He said he'd be here. So you have a contract? It sounds like it. It's okay, an attempt then. at a contract that is fraudulent. All right, do you have an attorney or are you going to represent yourself? Mr. Shaman, I'm standing here in front of you. Well, that's wonderful. I'm going to ask you Great. one more time. Then we agree. I'm but going I'm to ask you one more time. Technically, you're not. Because you haven't made the court aware of that. You told me you were Then you're not reading the documents. I, then you're not yeah. reading the documents, Mr. Shaman. Okay. Wait, let's go out, so of, Mr. Let's Shaman. Go out of character here. Hold on, whoa, whoa. We're going out of character for just a second. That's not how we started this conversation. You told me you were settling a controversy. You didn't say anything about doing a notice of appearance. Okay, go on. Well, you didn't do a notice of appearance, so you're not standing this man. Right now, you're just being combative. And I'm going to ask you well, one then, more time, and then I'm going to well, I'm Mr. Shaman, jail for consent. <laughs> excuse me, maybe you didn't read my paperwork then. No, I mean, we're out of character now. We're just, talking, we're just talking back and forth right now. You didn't. Oh, okay. When you... Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the beginning, if I asked you what paperwork you put in, you said... Right, right, right. Well, I would have, I'm saying, yeah, I, I will have my notice in. Oh, okay. So you're going to have and a notice of appeals. If that's what you want to call it, sure. Okay, and what, what would that read? I call it, I got invited to a party, and I'm going to say, yes, I'll attend the party under these conditions. <laughs> that's your notice of appearance? 
That's what I want it to be. Okay, well, what do you think you would actually do? Like, what would More you along the line. I wish there was another way to say I'm a man. But I'm, I'm a man. There's been a problem with the contract. I'll be there to settle it on such and such a day. Okay. So that would be your notice of appearance, though? That's what I'm, yeah, right now. That's, yeah. Well, not, nothing's final here. Okay. Well, a notice of appearance, um, you know, we kind of try to teach splitting ideas, right? You can't, you don't really want to put more than one idea at any time if you can help it. Um, sometimes there's obviously moments you have to, but on your notice of appearance for court, okay, it's just that. It's just a notice of appearance. Okay, now let me ask you, didn't I just give you who, what, and where? No, you gave me contracts and settling and fraudulent and everything except a notice of appearance, to be honest. Well, I gave you the what. I gave you the what was actually a who. I gave him the who. I gave him the where, the courthouse, and the what was contract. You're not... uh... Hey, let me let me ask you a question. Um, can, well, can you uh, is, isn't that true? That did, doesn't did, exist. Excuse me. Can you settle a contract that doesn't exist? No. See, that's okay, what I was so, getting to when I said, "So you have a contract, right?" And you said, it, "Yeah," it, and then you said it was fraudulent. Right. Uh, uh, can there be a fraudulent contract? Yes. About eight different ways. And what are those eight different ways? Um, meeting of the minds for one, consideration for another. Uh, I can't remember the list. I got it written down right over there. But I know those are requirements for a contract. Uh, yeah, there are requirements that's... for a contract. I'm not arguing that at all. What I'm asking is there a such thing as a fraudulent contract? Yeah. And what is call that? it that there's been a mistake and you can withdraw from a contract and the length of time got exaggerated because <clears throat> my meeting with Gavin didn't go as I wished. So communication let me, there. Let me ask you a question real quick. Um, have you heard kind of how we teach? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, let's just if you, critique me. Yeah, yeah, right. So if if you see what John's asking you, if you really think about what he's asking you, you'll see how you're actually kind of digging into their world quite a bit. And this is the this is kind but of the I, Hold on. Aren't I? This is kind of the, well, hold on just a second. Let's take it just one step at a time, so we don't get too scattered. Like. You know, we kind of talk about on this show about not being combative or having a combative nature or fighting something that isn't there. And I'm not going to speak for John, but I think that's what he's trying to get you to kind of think about. And that's why when you said contract and I asked you, do you have a contract? And you said, yeah. Okay. 
You see, but it's so, fraudulent. But it's fraudulent. fraudulent. Right. So what I mean, think wear? about... Well, I'm not going to speak for John. I'm just trying to get you to think when you're answering him. Start at step one. Handle step one. It's just like being a carpenter or a plumber. I mean, the first thing you've got to do is assess the issue. Okay, what's the issue? The second thing you've got to assess is who do I call for this issue? Then you assess what needs to be done. What do you, you mean, who do I call? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Just, I didn't mean to interrupt you like that, John, technically, but yeah. I was just trying to get him to think when he was a- answering you. We're, we're trying to help you, man. Just check this out. Watch what John. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. That's okay, but I, I know a lot. Maybe you know a lot more than you think I know. But, but um, I get the I, I get the idea of peaceful. Yeah. I get the idea. I thought I gave you a pretty short sentence there. Of who, what, and where? Yeah, but there are definitely a couple of ideas mixed in with that. Um, you know, and that's all Shaman was saying was that you were expressing that you were a man. You appear. You're there to settle a contract, and um, you know, first off, then you're admitting that contract exists. And when I was asking you about if there's any such thing as a fraudulent contract, you said, yeah, there's about eight different ways. And then you started listing off, you know, meeting of the minds, consideration, this and that. Um, There's no such thing as a uh, fraudulent contract because it's kind of like an order from a court made without jurisdiction. It's what they call in legal land, void ab initio, which basically just means void from the beginning. Um, Right. So if you have a contract that, for instance, like you don't have a meeting of the minds, for instance, we're just going to use the state contract of a driver's license. There is no full disclosure, right? Like there was implied disclosure. I mean, it it was implied that if you get a state driver's license, you're going to have to pay tickets, do this and that. But they, they don't really spell it out in the contract the way that by you getting a driver's license, it'll make you subject to the jurisdiction, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and that's, you know, just kind of a wild guess is what right. each one as a... Each one of those rules, whatever they call them, there's one that says the, the third party can enter the contract. And I don't see that, that guy in a black dress with his name on this thing. Hey, um... I understand he's an intermediator. He plays on the inter- team. Can I interject for a second, John? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, 501, I'll let you talk in just a minute, but if you have a mute on your phone, could you just mute yourself out for a moment? Who is that? Is that Mike? And no, that was 501. They had their hand up. I was... I'm oh, muting them. Okay. I was going to get to them in a minute, but you know, it's just right, kind of so I'll unmute them in a few minutes. Yeah. Just, just check this out for a second. Like, I mean, you obviously study a lot, man. Like, nobody's saying you don't. I mean, we're just trying to get you to think about it from a different perspective, okay? Now, this. Right, you know, right. Again, that, I'm not that, speaking, I'm not, I'm not speaking go for way. John. So check this out. When you, when you go to their court. Okay, the first thing is 
there is there never has been a contract at all because well, there yeah, is no meet- okay so there can't be a fraud you can't have a contract and then turn around and also say it's fraudulent because here's what happens when you did that you validated their charge and you well, I put my X on the damn thing, so I can't avoid it. That's your, that's a yeah. You well, you can get around it though, and that's what Pardon? you're trying to do, right? You can well, no, I'm get trying around to, it. I'm trying to prove I shouldn't have got a ticket for operating after suspension. If anything, I should have got a ticket for driving without a license. Um, my license has been gone for 13 years. There's no communication between DMV and the fucking law enforcement, and they keep riding for the bigger jail, okay. bigger fine. All right, look, listen, man. If you go in there and you're asking for a ticket for that, then you don't need you. There's your. There is no man argument. There's no what? That you can't be a man and ask for a ticket at the same time. Ask for a ticket. What, what do you mean? Yeah, ask you just for said a that they should. You just said that they shouldn't have written you a ticket. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. What? Every yeah. every I was, angle I was that you go, there. Well, every angle that you go at, you literally keep giving them jurisdiction. So I'm trying to show you a different perspective. So let's not engage in a back and forth for a second. Just check this out. There was never a contract. Even though you signed something, okay, you were just making an agreement with yourself because there is no state to sign anything, okay? You just believed that that was real and that that was some kind of benefit, and you were doing it more or less out of ignorance because chances are you didn't read all that stuff. None of us did when we first went down the road, okay? We've all been where you're at. It's not like I didn't used to think the same way you did, But there's an easier way of looking at it. If there's no contract, then there's no fight. There's, it can't be fraudulent. It's not fraudulent. The minute you say, well, you shouldn't have written me a ticket for this, you should have written it for that, you validate the charge, and now it's not only not fraudulent, but you're charging yourself. I mean, you're literally convicting yourself. So if you're wanting to go as a man, this is what we've talked about for you know the last couple shows is not mixing the two worlds here's here's the way a man thinks he doesn't give a shit about the DMV he doesn't care about the suspension he doesn't care about any of that shit because none of it matters to him it, it doesn't matter him or her sorry it, you know it doesn't who cares it's like a demure or a demur you know yeah I did it so what that's essentially what a, a demur is so so you were going from point A to point B without a license. So? But the first thing you have to do in a step thing, the first thing you have to do is establish who you are. Right? So you would say, do a notice of appearance. So if you're doing a notice of appearance and you're trying to establish standing, not capacity, what do you think you could write in the notice of appearance? I mean, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, it's just stopping there. Why don't you keep going with your... Okay, well, you're trying you're, to accomplish one... Yeah, you're trying to accomplish one thing with the notice of appearance. And that is, I'm in 
parentheses, Mr. John Smith, or not Mr. John Smith, but I, I man, parentheses, John Smith, present at court. That's it. Now, with that one sentence, okay, you've established I, man. That means they don't have jurisdiction over you. So you've already challenged jurisdiction. As a matter of fact, you took it away. And you didn't have to raise your voice at all. Okay, so that's it. Now, in parentheses, which is like an afterthought, John Smith, who gives a shit what your name is? The, the point of the matter is your man. You're at court. I'm present. That tells him you don't have an attorney. You're not re-present. Re I'm present now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Done. There, there's your notice of appearance. That's it. Now, technically, the court doesn't have jurisdiction. But you've also got to deal with something else. And that is, you've come to the court. <laughs> so, you, there was a summons issued, all right, and you came. Great. Now we have to find out if you're what? A party to the case. Because if you're not party to the case, you have no what? Standing. You can't be putting stuff in a case that you're not party to. I can't just go down to Mary Jo Smith's case and just start putting paperwork in, correct? Correct. Well, the same, the same thing's true. If you go in there and you say there's a contract and you start talking, you're in combat mode. You're fighting them. You're arguing. You're telling them it's fraudulent. Now you just accuse somebody of a crime. The hole's already so deep at that point, I don't think the judge would have would have been as patient as I was being on the phone. Yeah, yeah, it would have been probably, another 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, but why do that? Why not go in there with a smile on your face? I'm trying. And just, and just tell them, hey, I'm here. Here I am. Well, who are you? So I believe you have my paperwork before you. Well, are you Mr. Smith? Yeah, you could refer to me as John. But I believe you have my notice of appearance before you, do you not? Well, I have some, yeah, I have a document here, notice of appearance. Did you read that document, sir? Well, yes, I did. Did you understand it? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, he's going to say, of course Do you did. wish to recuse yourself and find someone who does? Yeah. You can't understand a simple damn sentence about who I am? Okay, now you put the judge in a position. What's his position? His position is he's got a man standing before him. He doesn't have Mr. Smythe. He's just got John. Guy named John. Just some John guy. Just a man. <clears throat> now, what's he going to do? He's going to start calling you Mr. Smith. And you start arguing? You're Mr. Smith, and guess what you just did? You're going to give him back jurisdiction. You're going to start all over. You're going to have to go back, and you're going to say, okay, there's been an error on the record. Let me correct the record. Okay, you think I'm sorry. You see, it's like, why, why do an uphill thing? He calls you Mr. Smith, stare at him. Mr. Smith, I'm <coughs> talking to you. Stare at him. Sir, are you talking to me? But yeah, I already told you. You can refer to me as John. I don't under, I'm not I don't understand these other names you're throwing. I'm telling you, you have my paperwork before you, do you not? You said you read it and you understood it, right? Okay. So then you know I'm man and you can call me John. Thank you. Now, who says I do wrong? Well, the state of such and such. Now, what do you do? See, we're step one. Step one established who you are. Let's go to step two. Uh, before you if go, you um, need... yeah. Before you go to two, um, the beginning of one. I know the grammar is important. How'd you lay that Very out? Important. 
Small I. You just, of course. Okay. And now some places, I. like honestly, some places are starting to reject it when they see the I. Um, even though we weren't overly comfortable with it, we have moved to a straight line, not a capital, right? not a lowercase. Um, I would try oh, the lowercase. Oh, just a line. Just a line. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, John can tell you, it's just they're, they're really cracking down on the I-man stuff really hard, really hard. Yeah, they, they oh, yeah. got it as, as sovereign citizen stuff. It's almost kind of like starting a fight. I've found yeah. within the past several months getting better reactions by just putting a straight line. Okay, then it was capital M-A-N. Colin? Well, the M is the only thing that's capital. Pardon? The M is the only thing that's capital. The M, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the A-N wouldn't be capital. Okay, then a colon and then parentheses? And then parentheses. No. Yeah, well. Okay, you can put, put parentheses with I. your name. And I would have put the colon behind the I. And what behind a man? Comma? Nothing. Nothing. Let me ask you this. Uh, yeah, nothing. Let me <clears throat> go ahead, JC. Sorry. You could put a semicolon behind the man because really the way it works in English is you have the I. And then you have the colon. So the colon separates the self from the rest of the the matter of the sentence. And then am man. So you're saying what the I is, what the self is, how it appears. So I colon am man. And then you can put your name in parentheses, put a semicolon, and then you're going to give whatever the man's thoughts are or, or whatever the man's thought is. And you don't have to put the M either, or an A. And if you did put an A, you'd want to put that in parentheses. And that's why you don't, I mean, we did, we've done it both ways, but why not just write I, man, present at court? Done. And there, do you, now, just curiously, do you, know, do you know why you're capitalizing the M? Um, basically, I'm getting better at my grammar. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the colon and semicolon is for importance of each thing well no let's stick to the, the let's just do one thing at a time why do you why do you believe you're capitalizing the m what is the proper there you go noun there you go proper noun right yeah because you're speaking you're speaking of a what a, a specific man who a who yeah specific man well you're a specific who it's not some okay, general yeah. who all right yeah it's specific just like who. it's just like yeah, and this is a good point to bring in the Constitution stuff. So we, people, those two things are capitalized. In other words, it's a specific people. It's not general. General people would be everybody, right? And it's and it's not. They're, they even say in there, for ourselves and our posterity it has nothing to do with us. It's and posterity is capitalized. Yep. I know. And, and I, I notice it. If you notice, you go down into that text and the P is changed to small. Well, it's changing subject matter. It's another thing you got to. Hey, and this is just an, another thing, guys. It's not really self-promotion, but honestly, it's a pretty good video. If you'll go to the Common Law Shamanism page, I did a live video. I think it was Sunday or Saturday or something 
on that very issue. I, I actually did a dry erase board because I'm computer illiterate and I don't know how to go through all that PowerPoint shit. So you guys give my live camera and a, and a very, very brief pinpoint teaching on just a couple of things with the preamble to the Constitution and it explains some of the some of the uh, aspects okay. of that and how to read it. All right. So you're speaking of a specific man, correct? Yeah. And then the afterthought, because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. What the court needs to know, okay, is they have jurisdiction over persons, and you're not the person that they're looking for, are you? No. Okay, you're a person. Of course you are, but you're not the legal person, correct? How about how about I have a person? Well, whatever. I don't. Not the legal I don't person, like using right? it. But it's 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 in their legal world, yes. Well, then you don't. I, I don't think I'd be bringing that up in the paperwork like that. No, I, no. I don't think I'd bring it up. <laughs> I thought I was just answering your question. Yeah, I'm just what you are, dude. If you're going as man, none of those other things you're saying matter. Because if you're going as man, dude, you're not acting as a legal person. So it's not your person. You're not the legal person. Because a legal person is a fiction, and the moment you enter the legal person, you're not real and you have no voice anyway. So it's just like a fraudulent contract that you didn't have. You, it, there is no such thing as a legal person. The moment you enter that world, you die. You kill the man. That's why you don't want to be mixing these worlds. You can't be alive and dead at the same time. Okay, I understand. I was just trying yeah, to reinforce yeah. what you just said. No, 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 it's just a teaching thing, man. It's not like an attack or nothing. I'm, you know, I'm not meaning to imply anything like that. I'm just saying, this, you know, it's a radio show, man. It's for the benefit of everybody. So you don't, right, the, exactly. moment you enter, the moment you enter that dimension, you cease to be in this dimension. So that's you can't right. reverse. Yeah, that's so right. why do it, right? And that's the big problem with a lot of people out there. They keep mix, trying to mix these two worlds, and this is how the courts know that they don't know what they're doing. And the whole time they're, you know, it's like getting in a Ferrari and not knowing how to use a stick shift or steer very well, or like that damn video game pole position. It's almost impossible to stay in the freaking curb, no matter how good you are. Um, you keep crashing the car, man, and they know you don't know how to drive very well. You being ambiguous, everybody listening, like you can't be traversing. So just stay on your. You may be a small piece of land that you you have called the body. But why not just stay there where it's safe? You're not going to harm yourself, you know? So there's your notice. That's it. You don't do anything else. It's just like answering a phone call. Like when you answer the phone, you don't go, hello, I think everything you're getting ready to say is fraudulent, and I don't consent to any of it because I don't think I've ever met you. You don't do that. You say, hello, man, who is this? And they go, this is Jimmy. Who is this? This is Johnny. And everybody goes, woo and then everybody sets up the party on Saturday. But you don't you don't just engage people, right? So treat it like a phone call. It's just like you would a phone call. Now you've established who you are. That means the court doesn't have jurisdiction over you. So you've just argued jurisdiction and everything, dude, and, and you've established standing, and you've told them you're, you've said so many things inside of this, right, this one sentence. You've said, like, several things. You see how powerful that is? So sometimes the yeah. less you say, the more you... Yeah, that's it. 
Now, now, now he's got to see, are you the person that I'm looking for? The court's looking for Mr. John Smith. Are you the person, John, Mr. Smith? Sir, did you receive my notice? I already answered you, sir. Yes, I did receive it. Do you understand the notice? Did you read it? I did. Do you understand it? I do. Then you know who I am. And I'll just go ahead and tell you that they're never going to be that easy. No, I'm well, being very gentle. I'm very gentle, man. Um, yeah, they're never hey. going to be that ever. <laughs> yeah, la- last time, as I looked the man in the eye, he says, Bailiff put out a bench warrant for failure to appear. Yeah, I'll well, tell you. That's I did what I'm notice. up against. Did, last did time you? I was in court. Sorry, did you? And I had an of appearance. Yeah, yeah, I did some similar things. I maybe didn't use the right words all the time, but I've been. I went through the Carl Lynch shit and been trying for a long time. Well, right there, shit. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, honest. Sorry. Go ahead. So when when you went in and they said put out a a bench warrant. You filed something that day saying that you appeared? No, I think I had it in before. Yeah, you got you got to file it the same day because when they know that you have something filed that day saying that you were there, there's no way. I've never seen them um, oh, issue a bench warrant. And that's one Excuse of the big me, but... reasons why you put it in. You know, you put it in like right before you go upstairs to go to court or down okay. the hall. Um, so, okay. And, and go ahead and tell the clerk. So that's... You know, it's vitally important that they read that before uh, before they call that case. And they will try not to, and you don't move off step one. Don't let them. That's another ploy they'll do. They'll literally flip the paperwork over and say, sir, I don't even see any paperwork here. I don't see anything you wrote. We'll flip the paper over. Yeah, oh, sure. I signed the back. I signed well, I mean, the back of my papers. Well, I have literally put in paperwork before. It said, "See other side." Try <laughs> that. I'm just telling you, dude. They know tricks like you cannot. Even, they've been doing this shit since Moby Dick was a mena. Yeah. They know what they're doing, man. And and you know, most people going to court first, second time, they have no experience. So this is why you got to say little and write little. Just look, just establish. He try, he's going to try everything he can to shift you. Because once he gets you to position two, okay, let's just go ahead and skip to position two. Let's say he just decimates and gets you arguing with you over the name. Okay, let's just say he does that. Now he's got you in contract. And you're having, and, and if you don't battle your way back to step one, it goes to step three very quickly. If you're in step three, you're in deep shit. Real quick. Well, yeah. I mean, but what you have to do is manage. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's like I'll get a phone call. Uh, hello, can I help you? Uh, yeah, is this is this Sean? Is this Sean, man? Well, who's this? Well, sir, I just need to establish who you are and is your address such and such. Uh, who is this? Sir, I just really need to establish your address. Is your address located? Man, listen, I'm going to give you more time to tell me who the hell you are. Or I'm hanging this phone up. 
You see how he tried to get me from step one to step two to step three? I don't care. I don't give a shit if he's giving me a $3 million bag of pretzels. There's a, there's a bonus, yeah. The first thing I need to establish is who are you? And then I'm going to establish whether or not I want to talk to you or not, or, right, how I'm going to talk to you. And, the first, and you know, and, and the second thing is, remember, you're not battling the judge. You're battling a prosecutor. Yeah. I never hear, I never hear you talk about the prosecutor, but I always hear you talk about the judge and the judge and the judge. And everybody does that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody does it. Oh, no. I'll just do my prosecutors. I subpoenaed the assistant district attorney who signed the complaint. Why? Is it, why? Yeah, why? I wanted to cross-examine him of uh, why? what he saw. Because apparently you give a shit about... Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be crucified for what I've done over the years. I mean, that, that's... No, 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 I'm saying... I'm just saying, don't don't be thinking that way now. Well, and right, what did right, the, right. I, I, I agree. But I don't, I don't need to be fucking knocked down. See. What was that, JC? What What did the assistant solicitor or prosecutor see? What was the what of a prosecutor? Say you again. said that you wanted to cross-examine them on what they saw. And why he signed a complaint against a man. Did he actually sign the complaint? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I so thought you just said could... that you subpoenaed him to sign the complaint. No, 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 no. He did sign it, so that's why I subpoenaed him. Did it say something? Did it read something like he certifies the charges? Because there I is no so. criminal complaint. Yeah. Well, certify yeah, there, and verify are two different things. Right. There, there was some acknowledgement. There was another acknowledgement besides his name. Yeah, they're all they're doing. It yeah, it's a certify. That's all. Just like the, the honestly, the ticket. I'm I'm 99.9% sure the ticket that you received had somewhere on here on there that officer such and such certifies the charges. He's not he's but, not verifying anything. He's just certifying. Right. And the thing is, and, and like most people don't know, when they sign a ticket, it says right there, violator. It says right if you look at it, it says violator signature. Yeah. At least at least it all did in Tennessee. <laughs> so Yeah, I was about to anyway, say I think that's different from place to place. Well it is. I'm saying most places I've seen it's like that. But the thing is, dude, is Look, if he, if he can't, if you can't, if he can't, if he cannot comprehend who you are, then you need to get somebody else in there. Because you're going to notify him. He's my notice of who I am. And another reason, <clears throat> what John's saying about putting it in right before court. <clears throat> I mean, imagine you're the judge for a second. This guy comes in with a smile on his face, and he just hand wrote some shit on a piece of paper and handed it in, and it just puts you in a full Nelson. Like you're literally sitting there looking at this thing going, hmm, okay. He wrote he's man. Let's see if he is one. And that's what they're going to do. 
They're going to pull out the sword of the word, and they're going to start trying to cut you to see if you bleed or not, to see if you know who you really are. <clears throat> and that's where you have to keep pulling them back because they're, they're definitely going to try to go past step one, and that is absolutely not what you want to do, right? Which mm. I know you know that. I'm just saying. <clears throat> no, so there fine. you go. Then, then, if you want, then if there's a need to go to step two, now we can start moving into, uh, you know, you kind of you kind of hinted on it. It was a little convoluted, but what do you think step two might be? Um, I don't know, a claim of jurisdiction, and this is my job, and we're here for one thing. How do you plead? Maybe. No, I mean your step two. Maybe, uh, like, what would your step two be? Oh, my step two. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, what do you think? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking your job. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Your job. What, what do you think? My job. Like, let's you know, let's say. Okay, I would probably, I would probably start out. Excuse me, or wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Something, Mister Shaman. We need to find out. I need to find out whom I'm speaking to. Okay, that's pretty close. Now you're talking. Are you talking about the judge, the prosecutor, or? Well, at, at Raymond, I think it's it's just the DA isn't in there. It's some underling, and well, they're just, just there the for. DA. They're just for yeah. I mean, they they do it different in a lot of places. So I mean, I've seen arraignments where they don't even have like a magistrate or anything they just have you know like the dea or the solicitor there and they're just gonna talk to people see if they're representing themselves getting an attorney um, or if they need the court to appoint someone so and uh you know like the whole reason of of appointing an attorney kind of goes back to star chambers like back in the star chambers courts you you couldn't present yourself you couldn't appear you had to have an attorney represent you in those in those courts all right wow so do you think maybe a better a better question okay so if we establish who you are don't we need to establish who called you there? The what? Like, like who 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 summons you? Like who uh, who says you did right, wrong? Right, 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 right. Okay, there's your second question. Nothing else. Where, where the hell is he? Where the hell is who he? Said, I've been wait, I'm well, waiting for him. Yeah, let's just stay on step two for now. Who says I do wrong? Well, they're going to say what? Who summoned me today? You could even say that. They're going to, what are they going to say? They're going to say what? Yeah, that's something they're going to say. <laughs> well, they're probably they're going, going to say, to say something state. like uh, the state is charging you with driving uh, after your license was revoked. Yeah, probably. So what would you say? Oh, 
Uh, I guess at that point, I'd have to say I don't have a license. Uh, that would yeah, be your that's answer. Kind of the whole who point called you, here, sir? I, I got uh, no relationship. You don't have a license. You're supposed to. In the state of New York, you gotta have a license to drive. Yeah, well, that's what he said. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Huh? Thomas. That's a lovely, lovely opinion you have, but I don't think it's true. <laughs> you love to fight, don't a, you? <laughs> well, yeah. If I can, I like to shove it up their ass. But stop, man. You got You so gotta get. I'm, I'm, lear- I'm learning. But look, he doesn't. Hey, he, wait a minute. So you're going to step three, four, ten, eight, forty-nine. Look, he said, "Who summons to be here today?" That's the only question you're asking. Who's on the phone? So when they say the state of Arkansas is who summons you here, sir, and they're going to say you're Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, the state of Arkansas is the one summons you here today, sir. What is your response going to be? I don't know who you're talking about. Can you introduce me to the state? Uh, who, who cares if, if you know who you're talking about or not? You can summons people to court that you don't know who they are. In fact, like if you're going to go and press charges against somebody within a state, um, you know, like an officer or something of that nature, go ahead and list a whole bunch of John Doe's on there so that whenever you figure things out or you can start to see a conspiracy forming, you can start throwing those names in and attaching them to the suit. So huh. it doesn't really matter whether you know who the state of Arkansas is or not. What would be a better then, way of going about that? And think about um, it too, before you answer that, that, there's actually two ways to look at it. There's the way John's having you look at it, and then there's another huge, huge thing to consider in that question. It's a loaded question. I'm sure John was gonna get to it anyway. Yeah, and let's do it because at that point I'm like, uh, I'm out of here. You're what? I, I would just say I'm I'm out of here, and they they would do whatever they're gonna do. So let's just talk about what you are referencing now, because I'm, I'm I ran out of gas. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if they said the state of Arkansas summons you here you know they're they're charging you with driving under suspension or whatever uh great when's the state of arkansas going to get here so i can work it out with him or her yeah i i totally understand it and uh, what i did was when the judge said the state the people of the state i suggested yeah, that's what I said to the judge. I said, well, can we get this started? Because it's going to take me a while to talk to all these people in the state. Well, that's kind of a... Kind of an aggressive way to say it. I yeah, know. yeah. Why why say it like that? I mean, listen, it, it's it's everybody goes off the premise, and I, I, this is something I had to learn, okay? Everybody's starting point is they're pieces of shit, lying, fraudulent mother effers, and no, they're not. Almost everybody they deal with ask them to do it. They're just doing their job, dude. I'm not saying they're great people, but there's tons of people on our side of the fence that ain't great people, too. Yeah, 
Yeah. And you got to say yeah. that these these guys aren't even following their protocol. So you got to. Well, you don't have to say that shit because you don't know that. They're doing exactly what their protocol do. They can do whatever they want. Our side just doesn't want to believe that. They can do whatever's necessary to win a case, dude. Yeah, I know. No, it's written right into their stuff. Our Pardon? side just doesn't read it. It's written. They don't even hide that. It's written right into it. <laughs> it's right there. It's like the necessary and proper clause of the Constitution. It's right there. They didn't even hide it. So yeah, all this shit. Yeah, Article One Two Nine Eight Hundred and Thirty Seven Billion. But we still reserve the right to do whatever the hell we want anytime we want to. <laughs> That's what they're saying. It's exactly what who, the, the people that wrote those documents say. And so here's what you do. You don't give a shit. Okay. I'm going to do what's necessary for me then. I thought I wanted to play in your yard, but it's necessary for me to stay alive, so I'm going to go back into my yard. That's all. If you look at them just like people doing their job, you're not going to be so upset when you go in there. Let them do their job. So he's just asking a simple question. That's all. So if he says the people of Arkansas, great. So, I mean, if there is no Arkansas. So what do they have to have to charge you, the man? Hey, uh, 501 had their hand up, you know, about 15 minutes ago, so I'm going to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 501, you're unmuted. Stan, I can't unmute you because of the I symbol. 501, are you there? Uh Uh-oh. He's Illuminati. (laughs) 501. You might as well let him on. Let's educate him. What's going on, 501? (laughs) Oh, this is 501. I I was just uh, commenting a while back. He was talking about... uh, contracts, and I was just trying to say, uh, may I suggest uh, perhaps using the words implied or assumed contract, because that's what they are. Correct. But uh, enjoying the show. Y'all have a good time. Um, I hadn't got anything else to add right now, uh, but uh, I'll I'll yield the floor. (laughs) Thanks for coming (laughs) out, man. Yes, sir. Thanks. See, the thing is, is you have a right to face your accuser. And at the end of the day, there is no fraudulent contract. There is no charge. There is no anything until a man comes and verifies a complaint. At least show me a freaking bill. Listen. (laughs) Okay, verify bill of particulars. Great. Either way, see, you don't want to enter negotiating until you know who you're negotiating with. Just think about it from a contract, right? You've got to have a meeting of the minds. You've got to have what? Full consideration. You have to have an offer and acceptance. So think about that like that when you're going to court. The first thing you have to do is say, okay, I'm here. Here's my nose appearance. Who else is coming to the table? Well, the state of Arkansas. Okay. I'll wait right here until they come up there and take the stand. 
and they verify a complaint or you want to call it a verified bill of particulars, whatever. Now, they don't need any of that shit in their world because you already consented to it when you signed the freaking ticket or when you signed for the driver's license. You already consented. Yeah, but they're and playing was, a different different game. They're, they're carrying the privilege of, over yeah, and over Yeah, of course they are. Over. Of course they are. But well, that's fucking that sick. That's no, sick. No, it's not. Oh, give Walmart's me a break. Not, wait a minute. Walmart is not sick because they're selling you a sweater for twelve ninety nine, And you really? can get it at Target for ten ninety. No. Don't buy it. It's just like all these Christian groups pissed off at the Super Bowl because Shakira and freaking J-Lo came out and wiggled their ass. Of course they did. So <laughs> it's just another... It's just another implied contract. I didn't well, sign it. Yeah. You, did My you license sign for the gone. driver's license? Okay. Did you sign the ticket? Uh, I put a mark on it. Well, you signed it then. That's why, okay, yeah. That's, I, I can't put deny it. It's there. Well, let me ask you this. Was it your mark? I guess I didn't hear you. Was it your mark? Was it the mark that you usually use as a signature? Um, I put the X down a few times, yeah. Is it the same? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <clears throat> okay, well, I mean, all I'm saying is that, you know, like a non-assumpsa signature, you don't actually have to write non-assumpsa. You don't even have to write an A. If you just sign for something using a different signature than you ever used ever, you know, it has to be taken as valid and you can always argue it later. You know, you can all, uh, there's a million different reasons why you could have felt pressured or forced to sign something that you didn't really want to sign and right. you were just going to worry about it later, especially when there's a man at your window with a gun. Right, you know, that's good. And not only that, but here's something, and this is really, you know, JC asked me what I wanted to talk about, so I'm going to take three minutes and talk about this. <clears throat> There's one big thing everybody kind of forgets, and, and, and everybody does it. You know, it's easy to do, especially when you get rattled, right? Dude, the minute, the second that you say, all right, I'm done, I no longer consent, that shit's over. That's it. I mean, obviously, that doesn't work if you're in a contract man-to-man. We're talking about from an adhesive contract, which is exactly what a driver's license is. And that's where you get into things like implied consent, right? And the thing is, is when everybody gets this driver's license, they're agreeing to the ticket. They're agreeing to service of summons. They're agreeing to be guilty. They're agreeing to be violated. Like, all that shit is built into that. That's why they're not fraudulent, because they don't hide it. The second thing is they're not in dishonor because they told you ahead of time. You want to use my truck, you got to pay me $30 a mile. Well, that's too high. Well, then don't use my truck. Nobody told you you had to get a driver's license, but you did. Okay, and that's where they get the implied jurisdiction, right? That's where they look at the tag and they go, oh, there's one of ours. And that's when we're all guilty of that. But it only lasts so long. Well, the thing is, the basic point of the of the implied 
is, well, it's expressed if you're carrying out acting as the person. It's not just implied, it's expressed. By being in a car? No, if you're using a driver's license. No, no, no. By your performance, you're performing as a driver. No, yeah, and the license is gone. I, yeah, I'm saying in general, like when people get, this is for everybody. Oh. So when people get a driver's license, they are literally performing. They're putting right. on the mask of a driver, and their performance is what the cop sees. So the cop is going to hold them to the duties and responsibilities of a driver. Now, once you inform said officer, and you don't give joinder, and yes, you're probably going to jail when you do this, so just so everybody knows, um, that changes the game. It doesn't make it easy. Matter of fact, it's going to make it harder 99% of the time. But it changes the game. But if, if everybody acts as a driver, I've got a buddy who called me from court, and I'd already told him don't go in there and say anything. I also told him not to say anything when he gets pulled over because he doesn't exactly know what he's talking about. He's just going to dig a hole. And that's exactly what happened. They wrote like a $600 ticket. But, uh, you know, he wanted to argue in court. And I'm like, well, who'd they give the ticket to? He said, well, my wife. I'm like, then what are you talking for? You have no voice. You're not even a party to the case. She signed the ticket. She wants the driver's license. She agreed to follow all the rules. Now, can she leave that when she wishes? Absolutely. But you have to do it properly. I mean, in, in my opinion... I think our side is often in dishonor and confused. You got that right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they're trying hard. It doesn't mean they're bad people. Dude, you should see my first court case. Oh, my gosh. You laughed your ass off at me. It was pathetic. Four freaking pages for an easy Prius court for a ticket? Give me a break. What the hell was I thinking? And my buddy was acting as the freaking administrator. He laughed his ass off. But that's how you learn, right? Everybody starts there. Yeah. It's not It's not like, you know, everybody wakes up and goes, ha ha, <laughs> man. It's not enough to so, say, man. You have to perform as man. Just like it's not enough to say, yeah, I can drive a car, but if you don't, if you never performed as a race car driver, you're probably going to wreck a car, right? But consent yeah. is something, just to get back to the quick point, and then JC needs to talk, but consent is something you both give and you take. Look, you go to court, let's say you lose jurisdiction, let's say you go in there and you just fumble all over yourself, you puke everywhere, you ah, say all kinds of silly shit. Okay, just take jurisdiction back. I'm not saying it gets easier, <laughs> I'm just saying you can take it right back. As soon as you give jurisdiction, you can take it right back. No, it's not over just because you make a mistake. It's not. Um, yeah, okay, listen. Yeah, yeah, a couple of people just 
<clears throat> right up on the board. One was talking about signing and using the UCC 1207 and you know 1308, the reservation right. of rights. And uh, let me just explain something really quick. First off, it's it's a code. The UCC is the Uniform Commercial Code. And not only is it a code, it's it's different from like a codified statute. It only deals with commercial activities. And the UCC is not an enacted statute at all. Um, now, states have adopted sections of it, but typically they give their own codification to whatever they're adopting from the UCC code. Another thing is, is that because it's a commercial code, the reservation of rights for the 1207 and 1308 is basically uh, when you have to sign for goods and you don't really want to take them, but the guy who's delivering them, you know, he's just getting paid for the delivery. If you have a problem with the goods that you're taking, you got to take it up with the distributor whoever actually sent you the product. And so by signing in that instance, UCC uh, 1207 or 1308, what you're basically saying is, is when the goods or the service got to you that you didn't want them and you're gonna handle it later. Uh, another thing that somebody wrote was, uh, we have to change our signature when changing to man as opposed to person. And that's not necessarily true. You can have several different marks. Uh, I know that a lot of judicial officers, because you think about it, people could try and steal their identity pretty easily. So they typically have a different mark for their judicial person than they do for their banking person. So really a signature is all about which person you're operating or using at that moment in time. Uh, a lot of people who are high-level CEOs, people who do uh, clerking for the Supreme Court, um, people in these different positions where their person has a lot of status in society, typically they have a signature dedicated for that person, for the person who's the CEO of the company, for the person who acts as the clerk. Um, and Doctors. In their own... <laughs> Yeah, in their own personal life, they have a different signature that they use um, when they're banking with a certain banking entity. People who are really careful might use a different signature with each different banking entity that they do any type of business or commerce with. So, but hey, hey. Um, um, when I uh, back when I very first, I guess it's been five years ago, maybe six. When I went into the bank one time, I was trying to sign. Uh, it was a new bank, and I signed a check, and I did it. Redeemed in lawful money, 12 U.S. 411, U.S.C. 411, and I signed it. And the lady said, this signature doesn't match the signature on our file. <laughs> and I said, I don't care. <laughs> she said, well, I can't cash that because that signature, I didn't see you sign it, and that, it's not the signature that matches it to this driver's license. And, and man, it, was, it took me an hour of arguing with that bank. But that just goes to reinforce what JC was saying. Like, they can, they're not often sticklers like that, but they can be. And, and probably because I wrote all that other shit on the check, <laughs> it's probably a bigger reason that they were acting that way. Um, and then just one other thing real quick. Also even thinking about it just from a uh, 
a philosophical standpoint, how can you reserve rights? It'd be like if you owned a restaurant, it'd be like you calling and reserving the table. You can't reserve something that's already yours. It's already there. It's yours. There's nothing to reserve. You see, it's like your rights are intact. Um, so there's no reason to even try to reserve something that you already have and maintain, you see? So that's just another reason you wouldn't want to try to use um, UCC. And then I would also look up the word uniform in Webster's 1828. Thank so you, JC. Yeah. Do you think we're losing jurisdiction by the form of mail we're using? Um, Can you I mean, repeat that? He's asking if we're losing jurisdiction by the form of mail you're using, like uh, the zip code. You know, uh, no, putting no, in zip code exempt. No, that that's one of them. But the fact that there's a postal service and there's a post office, and I believe post office is official business. Yeah, postal service is the is a different piece. Right, they got their job is just to move mail, basically. And you got the UPU and and all that stuff. But I think the post office is the court, basically, for official business. Well, technically, it's technically a, a government. They have um, a lot of power, man. Yeah, we had post before we had government. That's right. Hey, a cop can't even pull a freaking postal carrier over. Yeah. They don't even have tags. They don't even have tags. Dude, the freaking right. U.S. Army has tags. Well, I think post that's the universal policy. does not have tags. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, if that doesn't tell you something, I mean, the federal government has to have tags on. The freaking FBI has to have a tag on their car. <laughs> Johnny come lately, postal carrier guy. That truck doesn't have a tag on it. <laughs> and and that yeah. was one of the first things. That's one of the first, like, my first two days on the job, I was told, you do not pull over a postal truck. You don't have that authority. So that's also the uniform Universal Postal <laughs> Union. Well, yeah, I mean, I a lot of that. people... Talk about yeah, it how uh, the banks run the world, and the banks don't really run the world. Insurance companies run the banks, and insurance companies don't really run the world. It's the people who, it's more or less the post office. The post office ran the world for a long time for a lot of reasons, and it's because whoever gets information, everybody knows information is power, knowledge is power, so whoever gets that information first, and gets it more effectively and efficiently, they're going to gain more power. It's the same reason why Nathan Rothschild took over the Bank of England after the uh, Battle of Waterloo, you know, because sure. he could get the information back to him first. His little feller ran faster than the other little feller. I actually think he used carrier pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little feller. <laughs> So, Traveler 1, the 
first Go. thing is who you are. The second thing is who the hell summons me here. They're going to say the state, great. Put them on the stand, verify it. I'll sell them out right now. Done. Can't go anywhere else. What more can you do? Now, just to put it into a different terms, so the second you get the ticket, you don't want to get shot in the face. So you sign with your little X or your little signature or your NA or whatever you want to do to get the hell out of there. And maybe it is time to die. Maybe it's time to stand for something. Maybe you don't want to sign it. That's a different argument. There's 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 a time for that too. But let's just say you're just signing to go on to point A to point B and get the hell out of there, right? You're, you're, you don't feel safe. <clears throat> okay. Immediately, what do you do? Within within three days of that ticket, what should you do? I tried. <laughs> huh? I tried. No, I mean, what should you yeah. do? What what should be your? Uh, hey, we're not talking about going over to the guy's house and and recording huh? him. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about Matthew eighteen. I'm talking about Matthew eighteen. How'd that work out? Matthew eighteen. How'd that work out? Matthew eighteen. You can scream that okay, all let's... day long. Okay, so what is just it? let me have it. I... How'd it work it's out? Mine. You can't right, have them. You don't. Say? You don't want none of it. No, no. Go ahead. What does Matthew eighteen say? Is that the chapter? Go to your, the go, go, go to your brother. No, 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 no. Okay, you got it. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I thought you were saying something else. Go ahead. I jumped the gun. My fault. I was wrong. Okay. Go ahead. You have a problem. You go to your brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. You try to settle it with your brother. Okay. Is that police officer your brother? Pardon? Is the police officer your brother? Yeah. So is the man that plays the cop, plays the police officer. No, the police officer. Are you a police officer? Yeah. I can arrest You are I can a police officer. Somebody. I didn't ask yeah. you that. Are you a police officer? No, you're yes. not. Yes. Well, in your eyes, I'm not. In I mean, my you eyes, don't work for the police department. I'm not getting semantic. If you I see somebody being, if I see somebody being attacked or something, I, I'm going to do something. That doesn't make you a police officer. Um, what could. I'm trying to explain to you is a police officer. If you're not a police officer, you're not his brother. And I'm, in that I'm Bible just, verse, I'm not it's talking about. I'm not going to separate the two. Well, I'm the Bible not interested does. in separating the two. Bible does, and so does the world. That's not how you go to your brother and settle. He's dealing with you in the second dimension. That's how you deal with him. You're trying to mix jurisdictions again. You're trying to go to him as a man. He's not a man. He was acting as a police officer. So that's how you have to deal with him. You have to go to the second dimension and deal with it there. Well, at his front porch. He wasn't an officer. And that's why you shouldn't have been there. No, no, don't, no let's not go through this shit. He, well, the man, special, it didn't work, did it? nothing special about having a thin blue line and thinking you're separated from society. No, no, you're missing my point. You're missing no, my I point. No, I got your point. That's not what I'm saying. I got your point. Oh, well, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, I just think you're holding a little bit more of that X than you should. 
No, you're not understanding my point of view, I promise. Well, I've heard your opinion about it, so what could your point of view be different? Please. You're trying to deal with the second dimension and the third dimension. You're trying to deal with the second dimensional issue in the third dimension. Not only will it not work, but it didn't work when you did it. There's a much simpler, peaceful way of doing it, and it's on paper, and that's what's proper. He didn't harm you as a man. Yes, he did. Okay. When he, phys when he physically harmed me. Yes, he did. Dude, you, you shouldn't have gone over to his house. Well, okay, everybody's got their own opinion. He so, lives well, in my neighborhood. He's a neighbor. I like to know my neighbors. I don't think there's any separation just because he wears a costume. Okay. Well, if you go to court with that attitude, you're going to jail. Simple uh, yeah, as that. And, and the other thing is is that, you know, it was never expressed that he was your neighbor. Um, but still, even as a neighbor, I, I would wait till you have a neighborhood barbecue or something. I wouldn't just well, walk fine. up that's, and approach them. That's lovely. Good for you. But I don't know if you should be telling everybody. We, we shouldn't be having a discussion about what how people feel about it. Now we've said our opinions. We should let it go, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> So, uh, anybody have any questions? Anybody on the phone want to talk? Well, the hey, First Jason, Amendment auditors could use some support. Uh, hey, what's going on, Man of Civics? I'm 501. You're still unmuted. I don't know if you know that or not. What's up, Man of Civics? Uh, yeah. I had a short conversation, actually, with someone at work um, who was talking about the government because he's a hardcore Republican. And I mentioned to him uh, that um, – because he mentioned the United States of America, and that's, you know, that's the government. I'm like, no. The United States of America is the, the nation, the agreement between all the states – uh, the people to be a union, the United States is the government. He turned around and said, oh, yeah, where does it say that? Like, start with the Articles of the Confederation. It's for Article 1, Article 2. Um, he looked it up, and he said it didn't say that. I don't believe that. I was wondering if there's any other place that it actually expressly uh, states that the United States is the government of the United States or just in Congress assembled. Uh, yeah, go look at the Constitution. Post the preamble? The the preamble says it, but not as clearly as when you look at the legislative body. Um, I think that's Article One, Two. I think it might be Article One. Yeah, I think it's in one. Which one, John? Yeah, um, in the Constitution, the one talking about uh, the legislative body. You know, and basically is saying that the, the Constitution is, or the United States government's Congress assembled. 
Yeah, you Article remember, 1 of the uh, legislative branch. And also in there, the fact that there's supposed to be a, a representative for every 30,000 people in a district, which means that right now we should be having like uh, 100 and some reps from these states. It says it right here that all legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives. Perfect. Awesome. And Article, another one to remember is Article 4, uh, 3, subsection 2, says Congress shall have the power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations. Where did they use the word necessary, or didn't they? They did, and the necessary, it's ne whatever is necessary and proper. I mean, I can't quote it okay. right now, but it says necessary and proper. Give me a second, and I'll look it up so that I can quote it. I don't want to generalize that. And then the next one, I think, is a Republican form of government. <laughs> It's actually, uh, it's funny. It's nicknamed the Elastic Clause. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just says. Whatever, to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper to carry on into the execution of the foregoing powers and all powers vested in the Constitution and the government of the United States. The thing I was reading to you from is that eight points of the Constitution, which is on the Common Law Shamanism page in the file section. If you guys go there, it breaks the Constitution down. It's a really good document. Did anybody find the blind vet that got attacked? No, but hey, I did find the uh, video you were talking about last week on um, on the uh, people storming the Georgia State House. It wasn't Georgia; it was Kentucky, and they weren't storming it. They were let in by the legislatures who were fighting. You know, basically, right. somebody put in an anti-gun bill and most of the legislatures were weren't having it and they they called gun activists there and allowed them in oh great they had the wrong place yeah because if they had uh, stormed that they would have been shot in the face yeah i wasn't i didn't mean to imply I stormed either but they did walk around the metal detectors that was great <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see that. And now these First Amendment orders are kind of being attacked. They're trying to come up with ways to deal with it and just abuse them. And they got the list started. But I think it's a wonderful thing. I think more people should be doing it. What's that? 
they just videotape whatever they can see. Supreme Court said you can't expect privacy in public. So if you can see it, you're on public property, you can video it. So they go into buildings, just different places, on sidewalks. And it's smartening up a lot of people. But there's just so much anger from some of these people. I don't hate them. Just some of them shouldn't be doing this job. And then, yeah, they're showing a few nice, intelligent people working in law enforcement. That when they say, oh, I have a First Amendment right, and they say, yeah, I know. And the other guys just turn it up to 10. You do what I say. Give me your ID, man. This goes on and on. You don't don't have a First Amendment right. No, but they have to follow it. No, they don't. We already established that. They can do whatever is necessary and proper. Dude, they're not even operating under the Constitution. The Constitution... Well, wouldn't it be necessary and proper to change change this Constitution? No, not to you. Not to you. Oh, my God. Not to them. They'll do, dude, they're, they're trying to be over you. Of course not. Not only that, they haven't operated under the peacetime constitution since George Washington was in office. Brother, I know. Operating under public. Well, okay then, so what's the argument? Because it ain't for me. It's for these people that swear an oath to it. No, and then some of them go around using fucking it. killing people. They're not using it. They're not using it. They're not bound. They're not using it. They're getting away with fucking murder. Soldiers, law enforcement, all over the fucking world. Okay, well then, you don't argue the Constitution, brother. You argue law. Right, I, on the Constitution, works. I just want them to figure out what to do. They should be held accountable. Hey, JD, how's it going, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How how are you? Hey, pretty man, good. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Pretty to good to see you out here again. Yeah, thank you. I'm out getting ready to go to work for a night shift. Uh, oh, joy. Yeah. We were talking about you today, man. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully it was good stuff. Uh, um, it was all good, man. It was yeah. All good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, cool. I, I saw a couple people on that I invited and uh, just wanted to say thanks for the show so far and uh traveler for doing your little mock uh trial at the beginning and all that you know it helps people kind of unwind certain beliefs and whatnot when we go through these steps um i think i think a lot of people got some good stuff out of the beginning you know with the notice of the parents and you know going through each step one by one um but uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, about that. Uh, I posted a I posted a thing in 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 the shamanism site or in the Facebook group, um, just about some misconceptions. I guess people kind of go through. Um, you know, Sean, you mentioned the four page thing that you had before, and uh, how it was. You know. Oh, the the eight points to the Constitution. No, the oh, thing oh, the, your the first first the first tragic ticket case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Man, and so it was a disaster. I was, yeah, I kind of did that myself too. You know, I had a lot of points of uh, right to travel. I, I was doing some motions and I had quite a bit of stuff in there and I just thought I had to pile it on. And, um, you know, now I see how simple things are once you take the position of man. Basically, it's just it's just that position, and then you have to hold it. Um, but I've seen some things, you know, consistently in, in the counterculture that I guess gets people tripped up because they end up trying to prove their point, you know, and they get into some of what you guys were just talking about, like proving whether or not the other side is following their rules and all of this and it just brings us into controversy again and um anyway there was a example of this that i posted in the shamanism group today it's a it's a link to somebody else's claim and i really like the guy i think he's got a great heart and he's you know he's standing for his rights and everything but i just see that example being done again you know trying to go through these lengthy explanations of you know why why a man has the rights and what the other side's doing wrong just goes into it so far that it you know i know that the the other side's going to look at it and just kind of run run over you know um it i guess it depends on his performance though but uh just kind of wanted to get some more discussion about that you know um going into using case law and this concept like they're supposed to follow their code there are people bringing this up like they're not even following their procedure you know and and i hear sean trying to explain that and stuff and it's just one of these things i think needs to be gone over you know quite a bit because i see the same mistakes being made That's funny because JC and I had that conversation today. It's like, I don't know, I can't remember if you commented on it. Did you watch that little short video I did the other day on the Constitution? Yes, I did. I thought it was very good, and I shared it with some people. And um, JC's got some great... JC's got some great videos on his site. I don't know how to do them as fancy as he does because he's got, like, the Cadillac of computers, and I'm just an idiot with a phone. But um, we we talked about today, like, how do we get this this constant battle back and forth? Like, how do you get people to see just pick a side and stay there and quit trying to mix things or obviously we prefer them to come over to the lawful side but I think you just pound out that preamble and of course I believe in God-given rights I know JC does and then the consent issue I mean you look right at the Declaration of Independence and that's going to be the next video I do I mean even from their side it tells you if you don't wish to participate, just don't consent. That's where they get all their it's power from. They tell you. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. The consent of the governed. That's it. If you don't wish to be governed, don't consent. 
I mean, I don't, so I don't know first, how much easier that is. Well, the first response that most people give is, well, if I consent, then they're going to harm me. They're going to hurt me. They're going to try to make me consent because that's what their experience has been. They've gone through trying to trying to not consent. It's just that they haven't done it the right way, you know, but that's what their response is because their experience has been negative. You know, when they, well, when yeah, they hear they, that, like, oh. Like, go ahead, man. Like, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that it's just been most people's experience. You know, they, they have a lot of fear because they have been programmed to, to think that they have to do something. And if they don't, then there's going to be some, you know, harmful repercussions that they don't want to experience. And I guess I guess we're so far into this that, you know, this is where people are. They just it's so hard for them to see, even when you explain it and, and you lay it out for them and you, you know, you try to give them all these angles. It's it's almost like the mind is a, has a blockage. Well, I mean, here's the thing, too, though. Have you ever seen old World War Two videos of the Jews and you'd see them or even the gypsies like but mainly the jews right you'd see them being marched in a line and they would see this big ditch ahead of them right and they would know they're being marched into that ditch and they would know as soon as they get to that ditch that they're going to get shot in the head and, and killed right and yet they still marched it's like None of us want to get punished. None of us want to go through something bad. None of us want to get killed or have our stuff taken or our families destroyed. But in the end, if you bend a knee, aren't they kind of doing that anyway? Like, okay, so something bad may happen. Well, if you just play defendant in a tax case, you may go to prison for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty bad too, isn't it? Or if you you know if you're a struggling family, you may have to pay 150 dollars, and they just want your life bill. I mean, I I know what you're saying. The fear thing is a huge factor. Huge. Yeah, I guess um, the people that first hear this, you know, it's like the consent of the governed. You try to explain that to them, they hear that, and they're like, okay, well, um, you know, I guess they don't have enough. They don't have enough uh, experience, like seeing other people, you know, uh, stand. You know, they don't have enough experience themselves for sure because maybe this is their first time, like even hearing it. Like I was talking to a woman today at a restaurant, and she was the owner's wife, and she was waiting on me, and she was actually running for county commissioner, and um, I started a conversation with her, and, and you know, asked her what her concerns were. Because because she was somebody that was not a, into politics at all, but she was just wanting to, you know, try to make a difference in her local community and whatnot. And then she was saying that she was worried about things that were being done, you know, as far as authority goes to try to make her do something that she doesn't believe in. And she wanted to try to get in there and, and change that, you know, and I said, well, you know, I said, there's a side of the law that, that, you know, you may be interested in that, you know, you can kind of ease some of those fears because, you know, no no other man or woman is lawfully allowed to tell you what to do if you don't consent to it. You know, I said, it's just like if you go out on a date, you know, guy and a girl, it's like, you know, if, 
if one of them's not consensual, then like no means no, <laughs> you know, and that really kind of clicked with her. Um, but uh, I think it's, I guess it's just an unwinding process, you know, and then uh, <clears throat> I guess, so there's different levels of this unwinding that's being done, you know, there's, there's that. And then there's also, you know, like I was saying with the counterculture, there's people that, you know, are working really hard and everything, but they're still caught in that kind of combative mode, you know, or trying to prove the other side that they have to follow their rules and all this. And, and, you know, I, I see the traverse now I see, you know, this because I've been listening to the show for a while and, and heard you guys explain things quite a bit and I've gone through it logically in my head. So it just makes more sense now. And I, I, um, even though, you know, I, I definitely understand where like traveler, it was saying about how it's an emotional thing, you know, like a, another man's like actually doing something to him and he doesn't like it. And he, he's trying to, he's trying to not consent and everything. And then there's this force that's coming upon him. That's still, you know, still combative at him. So he's being combative in return and it's just kind of keeping, you know, that whole thing going. But um, I guess what it well, takes is just, yeah. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess what it takes is just more education on proper, on the proper unwinding. And, you know, because we, I feel like we still have, a, you know, a lot to learn. You know, I, I did when I first started, I had to come to some I'm definitely at a point now where I can see I can see the deal and and uh, yeah, with that I'll I'll let you speak. Thanks. Well, no, I mean I want you to talk. Hell, you can talk the rest of the night. I just wanted to say something <laughs> real quick because I forget stuff. The uh, I mean, if you think about the notice of appearance, okay, I man present at court. You did just remove jurisdiction and consent. So you're yep. just doing it in a different way. It's like <clears throat> it's doing combat. All right, it's the the word is right. From my perspective, Christ is the Word, the living Word, okay? And it's a sword. It's sharper than any two-edged sword going forth to divide, to conquer, right? That's what the Bible says. So mm -hmm. they're conquering people with words. Okay, well, what you're yep. doing is you're, you are, that, and that's what I was trying to explain to Traveler. It's like instead of going to his house, you do combat on the proper field. Like, if you're playing basketball, play basketball and beat them at basketball. If you're going to play football, do that at football. If you're going to do a javelin, do a javelin. It's, you know, you're, you're combating now with words instead of swords. It's much more civil. That's all. And, and so what you're doing is you're, you're, you not only challenged jurisdiction, you didn't challenge jurisdiction, you removed it. You didn't. You didn't combat anybody. You just said, "I man." The moment you did that, you just removed jurisdiction. But you have to hold that position. <clears throat> and when you're president court, there you go. I man, president court. You just you just remove jurisdiction and consent. I'm not consenting to be the legal person, right? And then another way to look at the system. Okay, it's a system. You don't get pissed at the cop. You don't get pissed at the. Eh, you don't get pit. The system is the system. So it's like going into a factory and you, you know, you're working a machine that does this same shit every day, and you have to kick this certain thing and hit this certain thing and reach up and pull this, and it sucks. And your right arm sore, your leg sore, your hip hurts, 
you're exhausted, it's hot. You're not going to bitch at the machine because the machine is what it is. It was created for a purpose, okay? If you don't yeah. want to use the machine, leave. <laughs> you, you quit. You just don't use the machine anymore. Now, if somebody drags you in there and puts a gun to your head and says, you have to use this machine, and you say, whoa, 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 I don't work here. And then they try to make use the machine. Well, now we have a different argument. But until they do that, like them just, you know, they saw you there for 35 years, and then they see you outside at, at the usual lunch hour, and they tell you to get your ass back to work or you're going to get fired. You know, if you go in there and start working because you're scared of them, well, then for all intents and purposes, you still work there, <laughs> you know? But if you just look at them and say, hey, man, just letting you know, I don't work here anymore. Okay, well, now they can't make you go in. And if they do, now they're in dishonor. But until you do that, you can't just claim it's fraudulent or dishonor or non-consensual because if you haven't notified the proper parties, you haven't put yourself in the writing, and you haven't done it in the second dimension, who are you talking to? Like, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, if you're a man, okay, if you're a man and you're trying to act as a man, you can't go talk to a cop about the ticket. You yep. can't. You have to, right. you have to deal with that in the proper way. Right. And so I swear, like, I definitely understand where, where the, the concept that Traveler was upset about. But oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 because he's mad that the guy is doing that. Like, he, the guy took his own, you know, decisions to, to force another man to do something, and he was trying to say no, and, he, you know, the guy just forced him. But the thing is, it's like, I kind of look at it like, you know, a lot of the system, you know, the participants in the system are injured. They're uneducated and they're they're like injured people. Yeah. Kind of like they're and it's yeah. like man, like get mad. Don't get mad at that individual for being that injured. Uh, it's one get of those things. The that's like, get mad at the system for doing that. To there him. you go. There you go. Because he's damaged too, right? Yes. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. No, the Bible also says to love your enemy. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Like, we're supposed to help them. They're the ones in bondage. Right. Traveler One and other people are starting to see the reality. Man, that's a blessing. It's, it sucks sometimes. But just think, what about if you were still blind? Yeah. But now you have eyes to see, right? So that yeah. poor guy, that poor guy blind as a bat... And think she's doing a good thing. Man, when I was a cop, I thought I was doing the right thing. And, and there were times, a lot of times, I did do the right thing. Somebody's beating up somebody, I go help them. You know, that's the right thing. Or if somebody's dying of a heart attack and I give them CPR or, you know, CPR and all that and get them back or use a defibrillator, well, I mean, that was a good thing, right? Or somebody gets in a traffic wreck, they're doing a lot of good stuff, man. It's just yep. sometimes they, sometimes, you know, and technically, all the people that signed up for a driver's license, dude, they're giving them the service they asked for, <laughs> you know? But I yeah. agree when somebody says, now, wait a minute, I don't have jointer with you, and I'm not doing this, and then they still force that on you, well, that's a different story. 
but you still have to deal with it properly. You, I mean, you've got to make people aware. Like, you know, did you do your due diligence and inform the proper people who you were and that you no longer wish to do this or do that? Or, you know, the attorney general, did you notify the secretary of state? All, there's all these factors that have to be taken into account because we, before we throw rocks at them, don't we have to kind of look at ourselves first? Yeah, definitely true. Um, I just think a lot of people haven't heard how to do that properly. You know, there's a lot of stuff going around on, you know, on the on Facebook and people sharing things. And then what happens is people copy and paste, you know, oh, yeah. claims and everything. Stuff is flying around. I used to do it. I mean, I got tons of stuff saved from, you know, like 10 years ago where <laughs> I made yep. I, I look back at it and I just shake my head, going, "Geez, what was I thinking?" <laughs> you know. Well, like, do you pay attention to the Common Law Shamanism page? Yeah. All right. I do. Even even when I go on there and specifically tell them, guys, this page is for this. Don't post this, 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 dude. It won't be an hour somebody will post some crazy shit on there that is the problem even when they're even when they're told even when they're shown in black and white their mind goes yeah i know but i don't care i'm pissed <laughs> and it's like until until you're able to divorce that part of your mind and just sit and go okay whether I want to believe it or not, that's a freaking proper noun, and that people is specific. And who's it applied to? The we. We who? The people that signed it. Okay, that, does, that has nothing to do with me. Like, how, those, just those three little words, we the people, will show everybody that the Constitution does not apply to them. But how many people will read that and disregard the rules of English for their emotional investment right well some of the people have yeah yeah some people have seen that now right and they see that and then they go okay so it doesn't apply to me and then but then they'll go well it applies to them <laughs> it applies to the you know the other side and then they'll try to like i had to do that too i i had to unwind from that too from doing that yeah me too oh, okay it's, it's not my place it's not my position to try to apply their law to them it's like that's their law like how where do i you know how can i stand there and, and say well you know you have to you know like if, if you're in your house and you don't like people wearing shoes and then one day you just decide to let people in with shoes i'm outside the house going hey you gotta you gotta make everybody take their shoes off like <laughs> you know it's kind of a silly thing well you know the other thing too is like i i remember one thing that really helped me comes to grips with this because I kept getting pissed and I'm like no 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 I mean you know you have to do this and look it says it says this it says that and I started thinking about it it's like you know my whole argument to them is they can't tell me what to do yeah I'm standing yeah. here trying to tell them what they have to do and and then, and then I started thinking well wait a minute you know the law is do no harm and 
I can do whatever I want as long as I don't hurt you, right? So that means unless somebody's standing on my toe, I have no jurisdiction over them. Now, if they step on my toe, I get to tell them something. Until then, all I can do is make a suggestion. Like, hey, maybe you guys should uh, look at that statute a little closer. Maybe it doesn't read the way you guys are enforcing it. But I can't sit there and make them. I can do that in private, right? I've done that with cop buddies. I've looked at them and said, look, read, read the statute on this. You notice it says person? It doesn't say that it says this, and then you show them what this means, what man means, and this, and they just, they just, they just look at you blankly, like, okay, well, all right, and then they go right back to what they're doing, most of them. It's just, it's, it, it is hard, man, when you're taught something for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, shit's hard. Yeah, that's another interesting thing to bring up, too, is the age, the different age brackets. I mean, you find people that see this stuff, you know, in all ages, but um, it can be it can be tough with somebody who's, you know, older and the younger, too. I don't know. I guess it's a different mix. It really just depends on on their upbringing, how they were taught. And what kind of I think it depends on their have. heart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think in my opinion, anything. Go ahead, John. When they're open to see them, um, and every everything has a time and a place. People kind of come to this on their own steam. I've seen people. I mean, I've seen a lot of older people who kind of look back at how how much freedoms they had when they were growing up as compared to today and kind of getting into the whole movement. Um, and then I've seen people who grew up in very lenient homes, um, you know, and they, they got a very good head on their shoulders and and they get it at a fairly young age. So I think it's all dependent on the person, their heart, you know, whether they're open to it or not. And with all being said, I mean, people are a lot more open to these ideas and these things today than they were, say, the late 1990s. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The Internet's definitely helped. Well, I think the Internet's helped, but I think another thing is, is that people have been seeing all of this stuff go on and they're just, you know, people are starting to ask questions. And starting to say, why is this going on? Why is it this way? You know, where does the government's authority really come from? And not everybody's waking up in the same way. <clears throat> I mean, I, I'll use an example. I was arguing with somebody about Donald Trump and, um, and you know, why he didn't have to answer the subpoena when he was being charged in the House of Congress for an impeachment. And at the end of the argument, the guy was like, well, we then we basically just have a, a dictatorship. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's kind of what everybody was warning the American people about, like all those people who were out making a big deal about the Patriot Act and the NDAA Act. That's exactly what they were talking about. Is yeah. that you're giving all of this power, you know, to an executive, to an executive figure. and 
you know, if you think about it, especially with what just went on with Donald Trump, you know, Donald Trump wouldn't even hand over documents that are technically the government's, you know, like he wouldn't hand over anything from the executive office. And uh, so those documents were technically the government's documents. They weren't necessarily his to withhold. But if you go back and look at um, when Richard Nixon was going through the impeachment, man, they made him hand over his own personal audio recordings. It didn't belong to the government at all. They yeah, I mean, they were going to do Star Wars, man. Yeah. They told us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just with that, you know, it's funny that you brought up the elastic clause. I saw that a couple weeks ago. I was looking it up, and I saw how they referred to it, like elastic, right? Um, just having that in there, I mean, that pretty much just allowed the possibility for the dictatorship to come, I mean, from the very beginning. Wasn't that the reason Patrick Henry did that? Uh, that's why he left. Yeah. Did he leave or did he not show up? I've heard two different stories. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure. I wasn't there. <laughs> I think Patrick Henry saw Paul. He's like, I'm not even going. Well, who really knows? Because they <laughs> locked all the doors and they had the meetings on private. Uh, they took uh, the streets and met Noah Webster. <laughs> well, how, how's that for uh, First Amendment, right? <laughs> well, think about the, the emergency uh, powers. I mean, look what George Washington did right out of the gate. The first thing he did was trample what everybody perceived as the Constitution, and he turned around and created district courts to protect the central bank, which he didn't have the power to create to begin with. Yeah, yeah shenanigans. Well, I mean, it's just, like, it, I mean, dude, it's a dictatorial thing. That's, that's what it's always been. And the key is not to argue about that. The key is to... Look, it's just like I've always said, if, if let's say Donald Trump wants to go to war. If nobody shows up, there's not going to be a war. So the key is not to argue to get them to follow their rules. The key is to realize their rules suck and we shouldn't have them there to begin with. So we just get everybody out of that mindset, and that's how you win. You don't fight them at all. You just quit playing their game. Share a backpack. Yeah, that kind of discharges the... Uh you know, the environment of that, um, you know, standoff between the individual and the other side is kind of like gets discharged. That's like static electricity that gets discharged when you, when you, when you, uh, approach it like that. I mean, dude, I'm a very, very combative person. Like I'm very aggressive and it, it was a relief to realize that in most in most situations the key is not to fight you don't engage there's nothing you know it's it's kind of funny I, I remember going to Alabama one time to help what I thought was help write a lawsuit right against the city and 
Every, and the two guys I was into, one of them's dead now, one of them went to jail and then got out. And it was, well, it's a dead fiction, it's a dead fiction, it's a dead fiction. And, and like on the way home, I was thinking about that and I said, hey, George, let me ask you a question. If it's really a dead fiction, then what the hell are we trying to use it for or claim it? If it's a fiction, it's not even real. Like, wouldn't that just be like trying to tie a dead albatross around your neck? And he just looked at me, and it was like, dude, what What are we trying to use it for? Or claim? That's back when we thought we had to use the birth certificate and claim the account and all that silliness. Yeah, the authentication of the birth certificate. <laughs> I got five copies. I got five copies, dog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, I was, I I had a big sense of relief when I started to realize that too. It happened, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, I got Thank like six God. months into it, months into and I realized this is silly. I'm glad I didn't do it. Glad I didn't do it. Hey, 501, hey, you're still on music. Is that Curtis? Hey, Curtis. Yeah, dude. What's happening? Not much. Um, I've been listening to the show and enjoying it. There's some uh, bad reverb. I don't know where it's coming yeah. from. Yeah. Sounds like a TV. Hey, JD, can you... Uh, it started when you got on. Can you hear yourself for a second? Oh, might be me. Hold on. Yeah, just, yeah, it's losing bad. Uh, hello? Hello? Still there? Okay, well, I think JD muted himself. He's got the TV in the background. And then we're going we're gonna to call it an evening. It's a little past. Somebody's got to mute their TV. Mute your TV. Well, I hear a bunch of people um, talking in the background. I'll try it at my end. I'm not sure. Uh, does that help? Well, that's yeah, stop. Hello? Hello? Hello. Here we are. Go ahead there, 501. Um... I was uh, just uh, uh, become a big fan of JD, and and uh, we had some discussion, and he invited me on the show. I'm enjoying the show. I really don't have any disagreements. I I have seen nothing that I disagree with so far. Um, point though, um, it, the whole point with me is you're either in. Or you're out and and the problem today that so many people have is they try to be state citizens they try to be some kind of national they try to be any of that is still in the system I, I don't care what it is you either stand as a man or a woman and that's it it's the only thing outside their system and sure. never never engage them I mean as far as um, any contracts, any any uh, stuff that I sign, uh, first of all, I don't sign anything, I autograph it. But 
Um, I, I bracket my name, you know, Four Corners Rule. If, if I don't really want to be a part of that, and I don't, you know, as simple as that, uh, Four Corners Rule around your name, um, UD, you, capital U period, D period, underdress, you know, and then your name. Now, I don't use their uh, name. I, I've switched everything to lowercase, and uh, I didn't ask them. I did it at a certain point in my, uh, the end of my puppyhood. And uh, that's what I've been using ever since. You know, if if they come up with an all-caps request or any kind of request for as that, that there's anything other than lowercase, it's not me to begin with. That's not my signature. That's not my autograph. That's, you know. And you did make a good point when that uh, that's like signing the ticket. Uh, people, people get excited in a moment. They do a lot of dumb things, but I don't care what you do at that point. You should either put UD and then uh, your name or at least box your name. I recommend both. But uh, Or just sign your name up at the top. Yeah, you're you're not a you're not a party to that contract. You keep yourself separate from the beginning before you go in the courtroom, before you you know and, and I absolutely agree, pre pre trial motions is where it's at before you ever think of stepping into the courtroom you should be filing what you're, you know, uh, uh, a rebuttal to their assumptions and let them know what your status is. Now, mine in particular is an actual legal status. Everybody jumps off on the word alien and starts searching in there, and that's incorrect. But uh, I am officially a non-immigrant alien, which means that I am not an immigrant. I'm from the land, okay? But I am foreign to their government and their power, alien to them. So uh, people try to use all kinds of status. A lot of people make up stuff, you know, and they throw it out there. And let me tell you, very little of that is actually in law or recognized anywhere, you know, in inter- inter- even in international law. So, uh, but yeah, to start with, don't enter into any contracts with them and, uh, you know, um, debate them all the way. But first of all, yes, uh, prove your status. You don't need to go file a bunch of crap. You don't need to do all this. You, if you can simply uh, say an oath and become a citizen of the United States, you can, by premise of law, take your ass right back out with the very same method. I also recommend putting a oath uh, who my oath of allegiance is to. I usually put God. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> going from there. Don't engage them, but, but do it at the proper level. Before you ever show up in a courtroom physically, you should have already started off the, with uh, protecting yourself by what marks you make. And, uh if you make a mark, or a whole lot of marks, or very few marks, it, it still doesn't matter. You have, you have made your mark. You have put your mark on it. But it is also very important if your mark really stands for something in law. So uh, the simple thing about the fourth corners rule, 
uh, is a fantastic aid. It's simple. On the side of the road, you're scared to death. Easy to remember. Just remove your uh, actual signature from the page and put it in four brackets, in the four corners brackets. Um, yes, and then, of course, once you, you uh, get, if you get to the courtroom and you're not thrown out before uh, because of your filings, your affidavits, the truth, and, uh, before court, then uh, deal with it in the court. But the first thing to establish is, did you get my paperwork? Uh, how do you have jurisdiction over me, the living, breathing man? Uh, I am not a citizen of the U.S. or the state. Very important. People get hung up in that. States are claimed by the United States, and I could quote you stuff all day that it's not a separation. People go back on all that. That stuff is before the Civil War, and which wasn't a civil, wasn't civil, or nobody fighting over the same capital to begin with, and it was not a declared war either. But at at the, all these states and all that mattered before Lincoln, before the war, and before the 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th Amendment of the alleged new Constitution. Um, so, as, it, it's not a problem there. There's been too many constitutional amendments and too many laws and too many acts of Congress passed to uh, do away with that. They, you know, they did away. People want to secede. I don't know how you would do that unless you went into international law because uh, by their law, they have made it illegal to secede anymore since the wall so there's just too much to overturn and, and deal with there. What I'm trying to tell people is quit looking for a form of in. Get your ass out. There you Get go. Get your ass out. Stay out. You know, and once you're out, when they engage you, just you gotta you got to pound that to them. I am out. I am not of you. I am not subject to you, neither do I consent to you. I retain all rights. People get hung up on, uh, I reserve all of my uh, unalienable rights, being the ones that can't be took away from you. Well, they're already reserved. You, you just said they couldn't be took from you. They agreed. Hey, we have an agreement. That's a fact in law. So what about all those inalienable, the one you can have taken away. Nobody protects them and they just claim their unalienable rights. Well, there's a whole lot of inalienables that I don't want to be in agreement. I don't want to lose. I, folks, please reserve those too. I, I make it clear. I reserve all rights. Period. <laughs> you know, uh, you feel like listing them, be sure to list them all. Uh, so, Inherent rights, uh, rights of inheritance, uh, uh, you know, unalienable, inalienable, all rights. And, uh, but anyway, I was I was just wanting to uh, say hi, and I haven't, uh, I don't run the Google Chrome. I'm in my own little world. I'm not many steps out of the cave here myself, actually. Um, and I hadn't downloaded anything. I don't think it's going to work to activate Google Chrome. So I'm on the phone and uh, having fun and 
you guys have raised some good issues on that. I've enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, uh, I um, commented earlier about the UCC, and the thing about that is, no, it's not law, but it is notice. And most people don't know what UCC 1-207 is. They took it out of print. It is very hard to find. The only places I really know to find it are in your state code where it was adopted. But now finding where it was adopted is uh, sometimes a battle, sometimes it's simple. But uh, it is used as a notice, and that's what I'm trying to do with them. The 1-207 is a long, large issue. It is your opt-out of this government clause by their law. And and that's what I'm doing. You know, it it I'm not bucking their system. I'm using their system. I, I used it to opt out. They they said I could claim uh, allegiance to somebody else, or I believe God's foreign to them, and I did. And I told them I didn't want to be part of their system. You know, implied or expressed, and I, I'm done with all that. So. Uh, it's as simple as that. You can take yourself out. Don't be looking for groups and all this crazy stuff. And you got to notice your, notice your congressman. I want to remind you of something. Uh, notice the one who's noticed all. And uh, uh, so, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it's one dash two hundred seven is very long. Part of one one dash two hundred seven point five actually is where it says you have the right to have your status as a non-complier, I am not part of the system, on any state uh, ID in any form of paper or documentation is what they say. And so I had it, I put it on my state ID. I hate giving the man five bucks, but hell, it would take me that much ink and time to get myself plus a buck. Uh, so I paid him for an ID. I signed it my way, um, offering acceptance. I, I put it to them in all lowercase and offered acceptance. They accepted it. That's a state entity. From I notified everybody, brother. <laughs> it's their job to notify everybody else, not mine. Yeah. It's <clears throat> all. And so, I, I think. That's the most important thing is uh, you're talking about writing to your congressman. One of the things that I say a lot is, you know, just write to the attorney general of the United States and the attorney general of the state that you're at. Um, because yeah. literally that's the attorney for whoever would be in the state committing something yeah. against you. Um, well, and I don't okay. think you got to notify everybody and yeah, you know, yeah, do this right. and that. Okay, look here. Let's say let's let's be realistic for this and think about this real slow. If I just opted out of your system, why do I have to go one step further and go in that system and notify anybody or do what? I'm well, out, I mean, right? I I think one reason you do it is is to be honorable. You know, if you've been in the system the whole time, they think that you've been in the system the whole time. You know, you should give them some type of notice. And, you know, if you're sending some cop at the bottom of the food chain or, you know, let's just say you wrote a letter to um, the Department of Motor Vehicles, you know, they're, they're not going to inform the rest of the state. 
Well, as officers of the court, that's their job. That's that's I've notified them. That it's their job to notify all other state officials. It's not my job. So they're officers. Uh, they're and they're held. Yeah, I mean, I I would actually be. technically say that that comes down again to the attorney general and being the attorney general's job. Um, yeah. You know. Because that's, uh, that's his job. That. He's the legal representation of all state officers. Oh, I totally agree. I, I think that uh, the uh, officers of the DMV should notify him immediately. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm out. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, well, I'm just saying, you know, the people down at the DMV might not look at it as that's their job. And the problem is that they don't. If they don't, you're still going to be dealing there with all the issues. But if you go right, there if you go right to the top, but if you go right to the top where the rubber meets the road, the guy who tells those people what to do, then you, you know, it's like if you've acted as that person all those years, why write the bottom of the rung? Why not just inform the top of the rung and let him inform everybody on the bottom rung? Because that is his well, responsibility. Well, the problem with that today is you go right over the top of the chair lists and all that, and I, I just don't care to draw all that damn attention. I want out. I want quietly out. I don't care to shake the world. You know, I, I started signing and doing as I do, and I, that's the only way I've signed any documentation in years now. Uh, of course, time does bear on the standing of such things, but I mean, I use it everywhere. I use it with the court system here when I deal with them. Um, I use it for my land buys, my land contracts and stuff, you know. I, I put it everywhere. I, I I paid in for 42 years and I draw Social Security. Okay, so guess what? Every year you get a change of information form. I put it on me. I'm not a citizen, state or federal. And I put my uh, status on there, and I send it in. The checks keep coming. I'm, I'm, my Medicaid's covered. I'm cool. So how, how can they say they're not noticed? You know, I've noticed about every department uh, over the years have since you, then. But have you ever heard of a gentleman called the Informer? No, I don't think so. There's a he he. He kind of explains why that would be. The, re the actual reason you're still getting a Social Security check is because it's a gift. Congress is the beneficiary. It has nothing to do with what you paid into it. You're actually listed in the Social Security Act as an auxiliary beneficiary. You're, you're not entitled. It's what, that's why they kind of call it an entitlement because it's really yeah. a Ponzi scheme. The reason you get a Social Security check is because they put a gun to somebody's head at my age to pay your Social Security. That's, that's really how it works. And then when I come of age, if I was going to claim Social Security, they would put a gun to my daughter's head and make her pay my Social Security. I mean, that's how it works. It goes into a general fund. There is no Social yeah. Security fund. Yeah. So I, I, the I reason you're that, getting a Social yeah, Security that, check is – hold on. The reason you're getting a Social Security check is because it's a gift. That's it. So it's a, it's a benefit. Yeah, I, I don't consider it a gift. I guarantee you, I got up for 43 cold mornings and hot days and brave. Yeah, but that has nothing to do. It just has nothing to do with it. 
It just had yeah, nothing to do with it. It was a fraud from the beginning, but it, it's a, it's a terrible thing to find that out after you paid into it forty five years at twenty five dollars an hour plus, you know, and now you're broke, dead, and can't work. And so I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not apologizing for my gift or whatever they want to call it. I don't care. I paid into a bullshit system that was supposed to do this, and uh, I'm not happy with what well, they're doing. But hey, uh, the reason I brought it up, the reason I brought it up is because it's just important that things are clarified. Yeah. You know, perfect laws express. So they never committed yeah. fraud. They they told you when you did it, you were not the beneficiary. You just didn't read it. I mean, you oh, go yeah, right yeah, into Social Security. Yeah. So so what I would recommend is the informer who did an administrative complaint to the Pope, talk to the Attorney General of Great Britain, who did a letter. They they literally removed the Social Security number from him, sent him a letter from the Department of Justice telling him never to answer the IRS again and told him not to use, that he no longer was allowed to use the Social Security number. Who he never got another form. The informer. That was his name. That's what he went by. I can't I don't know his real name. He died about he died I think it was about five years ago. But he has a thing called patriotism and other bullshit. And uh, he did a six-part – I mean, he's done tons of stuff. He has tons of writing on that website. But he did a six-part series called The New History of, the, of America where he explains in detail how that actually yeah. works. He also explains yeah. that the reason the state the states never could secede from the Union. They never had that authority ever. The moment so the, Constitution was a, the Constitution was adopted, the moment that happened, the states lost any sovereignty that they, they might have maintained in. It's irrelevant because they're both owned by the crown. The United States is owned by the crown, and so are all the states. Yeah. So it's, it's really irrelevant. Well, well, well you're, you're, you're jumping a little past there. Okay, to start with, uh, people don't go back to the beginning. That it was states in a loose union. It was a confederation. And basically, well, I know what it was, but that was the perception. That was the perception. They were all attorneys from the crown. Trade it's agreement and military agreement. <laughs> Then they came and uh, did the Constitution, which you're talking about now, which I, I have my reservations about all that. But anyway, uh, they did the Constitution, and the states did lose some of their sovereignty at that point. They were no longer totally sovereign. They, they delegated some power to the Union, and no, they weren't absolutely sovereign. But they did have a right retained that was to throw off any governments that uh, they chose and saw fit and write them a new one. And that's secession, and that's what they did. So um, I think they lawfully succeeded, but. Uh, and the crazy part about it is how can you have to be readmitted into the union if you didn't secede? There's 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 some real questions there, and and not to mention that they never went through these states uh, through proper admittance. Again, how do you readmit somebody that got out? You got to go through the same steps of readmittance, not just hey agree to the Sixteenth Amendment and you're back in. So, I think there was a. A lot going on there, and, and uh, these constitutions, uh, a lot of people call them Confederate constitutions, some were, but several of those states, including Tennessee and Arkansas, did not become part of the Confederacy. They supported and fought with them for them, but 
uh, they did not become a part. They became separate uh, individual states. And uh, so it, it all depends on contracts, man. It's all contracts. But before you can write a new union constitution, you have to dissolve the old one. That was never done. I mean, that's by their law. They, they, you can't, they couldn't write a new constitution for any Confederate state without dissolving the old one first. That was never done anywhere. And, and the Confederate hey. constitution itself still stands. It was never dissolved. So I, I think there's a pretty legitimate claim there. I mean, Hey, I, I hate to do it, JC, but man, I gotta get up way early, and I, I'm gonna be working till way late. I gotta get off here. Yeah, it's about time to end the call. So, um, 501, I'm glad that you came out and joined us. Yeah, and, no uh, doubt, man. I That's hope awesome. that you'll come out again. Well, thank you. I appreciate the invitation. I'll, I'll try to make it. So we yeah, do man, this every like Wednesday really... night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the next one will be. February the 19th, or yeah, the 19th next week, 9 p.m. And uh, I'd like to say I appreciate everybody who comes out and everybody who participates. And I hope we see y'all all next week. Sorry for interrupting you, Sean. Was there something you wanted to say? No, I was just oh, going to say uh, we were talking today about that we, we've gotten some really great people on the calls. And we're getting a lot of participation. We're getting some good information out. And, you know, we're getting some some pretty good thinkers and stuff like that. And that's that's really important. And, you know, next week I think we ought to talk a little bit about getting people. JC and I talked about some different angles of getting people. We have kind of a, a plan, a loose plan of how to get some uh, information out and kind of do do the show a little better and stuff like that, but we're you know we're going to need some help for some people who have knowledge in certain areas that we don't or have time to do it because we're doing other stuff, and uh, you know we think that we can make the show better and get you know more and more people involved and uh, make a, a bigger impact. So maybe we can talk about that next week. Mm, great, uh, that's good. I, I concede the floor. Enjoyed the night. Uh, looking forward to hanging out with you guys and, and learning something. And uh, I don't know it all, never profess to, but I think I know a little bit about it. And I uh, don't mind expressing my opinion. We can, you know, I debate anything as a civil man. Yep. Uh, with a civil man. Cool. So, y'all have a good night. I'm out. You too, man. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. I'm going to figure out where. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.